Hello, my friends, Dr. Nikki here, and I am with Ed Harold. He is the founder of Go Be Great and the author of Life with Breath. Welcome, Ed. Thank you for being on my show. Uh, thank you, Dr. Nikki, for having me. I'm really excited to share some information with your audience today. Perfect. I'm super excited that you're here. So let's dive in. We're going to talk about breath and how that's valuable and what, what impacts it can have in our life. Yeah. So, you know, either in the, in the foreground of our mind or the background of our mind, the length, depth, and pace of our breathing plays a huge role in what our cardiovascular system will be doing, what our blood pressure is doing, what our neurobiology is doing, and whether the body is burning fat or storing fat. Wow, fascinating, huh? Yeah. Uh, talk about the last one real quick. So, so there's some, number one is we're all born nostril breathers. If you have a young child, you'll see that child and that child is always breathing through its nose unless its sinuses are clogged with mucus, phlegm and fat. So, you know, even as an adult, it's the same as a child. We want everybody to be nasal dominant. The brain, the respiratory glands in the brain love to see the air come in through the nostrils. It satiates the cranial nerves. So there's more relaxation before we react in the moment. It stimulates nitric oxide, which is a beautiful anti-inflammatory molecule which is a fat burning model all on its own. But the key to fat burning is very, very simple. Exhale longer than your inhale. Ah, intentionally putting that focus on exhaling longer. Interesting. Practice Why? that. Why, what does that do? Well, number one, uh, it keeps the brain, the hippocampus of the brain as an open channel. It's easy for us to switch channels or change behavior or see through an old pattern of 10 years ago that has no bearing on the amazing person who you are today. The science out of Australia is, is amazing that 80% of our fat is burned through the lungs on our exhale. And when you're exhaling through your mouth, it's a very quick, shallow, you're not getting all the stale air out. And you know, over a period of time, you'll build up carbon dioxide in your body and the brain fears carbon dioxide and it'll make the heart rate be higher during the day, which will make it more difficult for us to sleep at night. So as a culture, I think we all need to stay on that exhale, maybe 5% longer than we normally do today. So interesting. Uh, I want to end with some tools on how to get there. But um, in the meantime, let's discuss dopamine and the effects of dopamine and breath and how they're linked. Well, dopamine is, is a function. It's a neurotransmitter. Uh, it's a very, very powerful neurotransmitter. And 50% of the brain's dopamine comes from your upper abdomen. It is stimulated by the entric nervous system, which is a minor branch of the autonomic nervous system. It sits at the top of your belly. And when we can work on our breathing, in other words, breathing through our nose, practicing inhaling slower, exhaling slower, inhaling 5% more, exhaling 5% more, and keeping that pace slow will strengthen the primary muscle of breathing, which is the diaphragm, the abdominal diaphragm muscle. So as the diaphragm muscle becomes more dynamic, stronger, more flexible, it's going to massage the upper abdomen area of where this entric system is. And you'll have a lot more dopamine 
available to you in the brain, but you also have a lot more serotonin. And when we look at things that make us feel good, endorphins, uh, oxytocin, serotonin, dopamine, these things come from the upper abdomen. So if we can get control of our breath and keep massaging that upper abdomen area as the diaphragm moves down on the inhale, up on the exhale, that pressure and suction will bring more blood flow and oxygenation to this entric system. The brain loves this. And on some level, we're all addicted to dopamine because it's that little thing that it stimulates when you get your list done or you've got a task done or something that you thought you couldn't do that you did. That arousal that moves through the soft tissue of the body, that moves through our organs is dopamine. Interesting. And the breath can trigger that just by taking slightly deeper in inhales and exhales. Yeah. And you'll notice when you do begin to breathe a little bit deeper, your spine becomes erect. Not only is the diaphragm the primary muscle of inspiration or taking fresh energy into the lungs, but it's also the number one muscle for keeping the spine straight. And posture plays such a huge role in feeling good about ourselves, you know, getting out of our own way, seeing the bigger picture around some of the details that might have taken some of the joy out of our life in the past. So true. Fascinating. Really interesting work. Tell us about your book. What did, what, what's your favorite lesson that you taught in the book? Well, the book's called Life with Breath, IQ plus EQ equals a new you. And the biggest takeaway I had from the book that, that is when I can support my respiration, I'm supporting a healthy cardiovascular system. And the number one cause of death is uh, heart disease. And when the heart is beating faster than it should for the age that you are, you can begin to operate at lower levels of oxygen and chronic disease can begin to set in. So our breathing plays a huge role in supporting the heart. And when I'm aware of my heart's wisdom and I add it to my cognitive function, my heart will never let me fail. It doesn't even know what fear is. It hangs in there and it's very quiet. So learning how to interact with myself first interpersonally and then externally with the world, with the eyes and ears and mouth of my heart, I feel so much more grateful that I'm in a body. Wow, I love that. I went to a heart meditation yesterday to bring in the new year. And she had us really focus on the power of our hearts. And when you really put your full attention to your heart center, it's a beating beast. Like it's, there's yeah. power in there. It really is. And it will direct you. She's like, she was trying to get us to move our, our, our decision-making power basically to our hearts. And they can really help you make choices that are much more wise. That's a, a, that's a great seminar because your heart is your number one fan. It's your, num it's your hero. And it kind of allows us to travel away from the heart as we move through life and we stimulate our ego and all sorts of other schemes that we come up with. But eventually we all come back to the heart. And the heart has so much compassion and gratitude. It allows us to utilize our free will. But when you're utilizing the wisdom of your heart, you're at your peak at that particular moment of your life. As we move through our day, contrary to what most people think, your heart and your heart rate is actually in charge of your neurobiology. The heart actually sends 80% more information to the brain during our conscious hours than the brain sends to the heart. So when you can start to direct your mind when there's issues in your life to go to the heart first rather than try to fix the head with the head, there's a lot less downtime.
Fascinating, huh? How do people do that? Well, number one, it takes a little bit of interest that understanding that the best days in your life are right in front of you. They haven't passed yet. And there's a reason why you might, why you might be going through maybe a little challenging time right now. And having that heart at your mental doorstep, you use the mind. The brain is kind of locked into the, to the cranium of the skull. The mind can be anywhere you place your attention. And when you can take that slower focused breath and you can direct your mind into your heart, then you're reprogramming and remapping the brain of how you're going to allow conversations to take place inside of us. Mm. So would you advise a specific meditation, a specific type of breath work to get connected to your heart? Yeah, you know, a really simple technique that you can do anywhere, anytime is a slow motion inhale through the nose, really inflating the lungs to their full five liter capacity. But get the air in the lower lobes of your lungs first, because the lower lobes of the lungs are imbued with parasympathetic, oxygen-rich, hemoglobin-rich nerve endings, which are going to keep your heart rate down. Breathing through your nose, get the air in the lower lobes of your lungs. Try to keep the air out of the upper lobes until the end of the inhale, because the upper lobes of the lungs are imbued with fight-or-flight cortisol. Uh, hormones, which are going to create a higher heart rate, higher blood pressure, and will revert back to our subconscious. So slow motion inhale, and then right at the end of your inhale, just pause for a moment and create a little gap between the end of the inhale of that beautiful moment, that birthing of this great, great moment, and the initiation of the exhale, which is a relaxation response. It's parasympathetic and it's a letting go of whatever you mentally just brought attention to. Just let it wither on the vine and go. And then right at the base of your exhale, pause and create a little gap between the end of the exhale. Close this moment because your brain likes to get things done. It doesn't like a lot of open chapters. So complete that moment on the exhale and then pause. Notice that gap in that space right there and become familiar with that gap's offering. And then slow motion inhale again. So just to recap, slow motion inhale, relax your eyes, your jaw, tongue on the upper palate, pause, slow motion exhale, pause, practice this. You'll drop right into the wisdom that's just waiting for you to make contact with it a little deeper inside yourself. I love that. Thank you. That was Thank beautiful. You. Is there anything else you'd like to share? I would just say that we're, we're living in an extremely challenging time and allowing yourself psychologically not to participate in any fear, not to participate in any self-doubt, not to participate in any shaming or blaming of anyone else outside of you. Keep focused on your goal this year. Mentally have a tool that brings yourself back to the greatest part of yourself. Your ability to control your breath is your ability to control your mind. So when you can control your physiology, you can control your psychology. You know what that means is you control the thought. The thought doesn't control you based on who you were last year. So true. Wow. I love that. What a great way to start the new year. Thank you. Thank you.
I really appreciate you being on the show and then sharing your wisdom. I hope lots of people get your book. How can they find that book, by the way? They can get, get it at Amazon or they can go to my website, www.edharold.com. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you guys for tuning in and I will see you on the next one. Cheers. Thank you, Dr. Nikki. Bye.